The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any. Ross Tucker Football Podcast is a Wisdom Wednesday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sports book app. That means Andrew Brandt, the professor over at Villanova. He works for Banner Sports as an executive over there, an agency that's really emerging, by the way. They got a bunch of young players that are doing a good job. Jordan Fuller from the Rams the other night. He also, of course, is a former long-term and long-time executive with the Green Bay Packers. Love talking with Andrew. Of course, Business of Sports podcast is the number one thing. We'll get to that in a little bit. Only one day away from Thanksgiving. I love it. Should have three football games. Please, hopefully, please, I'll explain a little bit later, and Andrew and I will talk about that. Love Thanksgiving. Love you guys. Love football. Love food. Awesome week. Love those of you that spread the word via social media, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or whatever. I'm sure there's other social media apps out there. At Ross Tucker NFL. Swipe right. Swipe right on on Tinder for at Ross Tucker Podcast. Um, is that even what you do? I don't even know if right's good or left's bad. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I do know this. At Ross Tucker Pod is our social media handle, which is a great one to follow on Twitter and Instagram because, number one, you know exactly when the podcasts are posted, all of them. And number two, we post the highlight clips of each show there. So even if you don't listen to Even Money or College Draft, or business or sports, which you should, or fantasy feast or whatever, the, the two or three best clips we believe most interesting from the show usually get posted by at Ross Tucker Pod. So please follow, please engage. Makes a big difference in the social media algorithms when you guys just like it. Just go click like real quick. That's all that's all I need. Replies are even better, quote tweets are even better, retweets are even better, but you know where I'm coming from there. Sponsor confirmations, we got a lot of great sponsors. You know, Headspace, the meditation app, which I'm sure Andrew loves. I talked about yesterday. Simply safe for security. I mean, there's a lot of really good sponsors for this time of year for various reasons. Patron shout out today, Darren Prentice, patreon.com slash RT Media. It is big show time. The big show. 
He is the host of the Business of Sports podcast. I recommend it highly. I'm not aware, Andrew. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody else somewhere else doing some type of sports business podcast, but not as big as yours, not as well-known as yours, not as good as yours, not the experience that you have, and not that I'm even familiar with, but I'm sure somebody out there is trying to do one. But yours is the best. We know a lot of you are into the business of sports. It's unbelievable, by the way, Andrew, just as an aside, how many times a week do you have someone reach out to you because their child, their nephew, their whatever is looking to get a job in sports and would like your advice? Yeah, Ross. And see, it's funny you ask that because there's been a lot lately, you know, um, and listen, I don't know how to do that other because I can't get back to everyone and I can't have conversations with everyone. I can't let everyone pick my brain. Obviously, you know how this world works. You get a friend that asks about their friend or their nephew or their friend's best friend's daughter. Yes, you do try to reply. But listen, I think the best way for young people to learn about getting into sports selfishly, and I understand this is not very immodest of me, is just keep learning from me in what I do with content here on the podcast, through my writings, through my tweets, because that's kind of a real world experience. And, you know, again, like this week on the pod, I do a lot of rants about what's going on right now, try to bring in some salary cap stuff. And then I have Bill Polian, who is like a legendary NFL figure, Hall of Famer, who ran the Panthers, who ran the Colts, who ran the Bills, who got to Super Bowls with Peyton Manning and won them, uh, and just kind of real insights on the business from people who've been there. So yeah, it's uh, a lot of people want to get into it, and my quick and dirty response is find something that's different about you. When all these people trying to get into sports, why you? You know, especially those who want to be agents, Ross. You ask them the million dollar question. Okay, I'm a player. Why would I sign with you? <laughs> right. And they're usually going to say, well, I got good grades. I'm smart. I work hard. I love sports. Like, nah, 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 not good enough. Why? Everyone out there loves sports, good at school, has a good smile, can sell. What's your difference? So find that difference. I know it's hard for young people to come up with that difference easily, but find it and write about it and blog about it and podcast about it. I have some students, Ross, doing a podcast now, and I was their guest. I'm like, great. You know, that's a way to differentiate yourself. All really good points, Andrew. Um, I want to hit them real quick before we get into some of the NFL COVID stuff. So, number one, I, I'm the same way, and I'm a people pleaser. I don't like turning people down. But <clears throat> during the football season especially, I am just trying to survive. I'm just trying yeah. to get enough sleep and take care of my responsibilities. I really don't go on other podcasts. I cannot get back to people I don't know. I just don't. And then if it's somebody that through my mom or my sister or a family friend, then I'll have them usually text me. And if I'm on a drive, mm. I'll say, if I'm driving, I'll, I'll give them 10, 15 minutes. And I always say the same thing, which is the first thing you need to be doing is something. Like right. you need to, whether it's writing a blog or uh, doing a podcast, whatever it is, you have to have proven evidence that you're so passionate about it that you are creating content or doing or 
or volunteer to intern for someone in that space for free, for free, uh, just so that you can have some experience and have that on your resume and maybe make some connections. And then uh, that's the number one thing. And then I say, listen, here's the deal. Everybody wants to work in sports. Yeah. So you need to realize that you are going to work harder and longer hours for less money because they can get people to do that. Like they can get a lot of people to do that actually. So uh, it's not nearly as glamorous, I think, as, as people think. And then the agent thing, I, to be honest with you, Andrew, I always just tell them it's a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, 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 well, I, I say, okay, do you want to be the guy that pays them when they're in college? Like, do you want to just go to college campuses and pay these kids when they're 19, 20 years old? Do you want to, um, you know, work for – it just I, – I, it's, it's extremely hard to get started. Your only shot, in my mind, would be to get an internship for free with someone that's already established – Work hard enough for them that eventually they they hire you on. Work long enough and hard enough that maybe you establish yourself a little bit and get, and they start to give you some clients. Work hard enough and long enough that maybe at that point you go on your own. Like 10 years yeah. from now, 15 years from now. And my last point about this before we move on is that what I'm doing at Villanova, in addition to everything I'm doing media-wise, is really in, in a nutshell trying to give students – another arrow in their quiver, another way where they can go into a job interview and say, not only I have this, 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 but I have Villanova and Brandt, right? I have the Morad Center, I have Brandt. And maybe the, the employer knows me and like, oh, okay. Because that's what you need. You need something to separate yourself resume wise too, where someone's going to give it a five second look and say, oh, Villanova, Brandt. Yeah. Okay. That's better than Joe Schmo, who just got <laughs> went to an average, you know, uh, school without sports. So I, I just say do that. And, and I tweeted the other night was really an emotional tweet for me, Ross. On Friday night, I had a, I have a student. He's still in school. I love the kid. And he got an internship, like you said, with a basketball agent who had a free agent or two. So free agency for people to know started Friday night in basketball, NBA. And I tweet with his permission, I tweeted out his text, which said, I'm, a, I'm so excited to get ready for free agency tonight. I can't help but think I wouldn't be here without you. I just want to express my real gratitude. And he, he was kind of caught up in emotion. And it was a really nice thing to get on Friday night. That is awesome. Because you think about all the time that you put in. And yeah. it's just nice to have at least one of the kids acknowledge that it helped them and show appreciation. That is awesome. That and, and and not only is that awesome for you, Andrew, it's awesome. That tells me all I need to know about that kid. You know what I mean? That yeah. he thought of that and reached out to let you know that. Uh, that means a great deal. There's a lot of things I want to get into with you, Andrew. Unfortunately, it feels like they're all sort of COVID uh, related. Let, let's start with this. The NFL just came out with more increased mandates, you have to have a mask on unless you have a helmet on. There are some other ones as well. It almost reminds me, Andrew, do you ever you, you ever see the movie Spaceballs? 
No, I never did. Okay. It reminds me of Spaceballs when like Rick Moranis, uh, Darth Helmet or whatever, it's <laughs> like there's like whatever speed, whatever speed, ludicrous speed. Like they can go to unbelievable speed, amazing speed, ludicrous speed. It feels like we're at this stage now where every couple weeks, maybe even every 10 days, a new memo comes out with new restrictions. Yeah. My recommendation would be whatever the most stringent <laughs> thing you can ever do, do it now. Like yeah. do it now ahead of time. Is that crazy? It's like a parent. It's like a parent saying, no, I'm really going to not take, you know, take, put you in time out if you take a cookie. No, I'm really going to do it. I'm really going to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I still wonder, we had this conversation weeks ago, what is the protocol for players on the sideline, not in the game? And is based on what I'm reading, what I'm hearing you say is mask. Is that correct? Like a quarterback sitting, uh, on the, going over a, uh, a tablet, he's supposed to be masked. If you have a helmet on. You don't have to have a mask. If okay. you do not have a helmet on, you're supposed to have a mask. Okay. So if you're on the sideline looking at the tablet with your helmet on, my my understanding is you don't need a mask. But helmet if off. helmet comes off, you do need a mask. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the general thing I wanted to talk about was the same thing you and I talked about three weeks ago. I think that Packers 49ers Thursday night game – was the harbinger for the rest of the season. And we're seeing it now with the Ravens. It it was Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday, positive tests on both sides, had a full weekend to, to push the games back to and played on a Thursday night game. That is exactly what seems to be happening with Ravens as they're going to play tomorrow at this point as we record with 10 positives on their team. Looks like five players, five staff. Think about that. <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, my thought is the NFL is playing through this and the networks have to be jumping in where an NBC is saying, uh-uh, no, you're not moving that game. Because what else could be going on? What else could require the Packers and 49ers to play on that Thursday instead of moving this as they did earlier in the season? To, th to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yet they're doing it. And I just think the NFL has decided we're, we're plowing through here. You know, this is not weeks three, four, five. This is later in the season. That's my, the only thing I can come up with. So here's my belief, and tell me if you think that this is valid. Number one, given, I guess, I don't know what the technical term is, the gestation period, right? Like, it might not show up for seven days or eight days or nine or 10 or whatever. It might not show up as a positive test from exposure. Now it sounds like they might cut the quarantine period maybe in half to like seven days from what it was 14. I'm talking about the CDC right now yeah. because they think most people get it within seven to eight or nine days. You don't need to be the full 14 quarantine. But what I think that one thought process, I think Andrew is pushing it back to Friday or Saturday or Sunday doesn't necessarily improve the situation. I mean, it might give them more information, but it also might just show that there's more positives. And then you get to Friday, you get to Saturday, and then you're like, uh-oh, and then there's no more where to push it back. 
So I, I think that's part of it. I also think, and this is my, I don't think they're going to postpone a game for competitive reasons. They're not going to do that. The, the only way they would postpone it, I believe at this point, is if it's safety reasons, meaning, and we're recording this at 8.45 a.m. on Wednesday, we'll find out overnight if there were any more Ravens positives. And if there were, I think there is a chance the game gets postponed because then it'll be three days in a row where there's positives, and then they'll worry that perhaps there was an outbreak in the facility and that there could be more people testing positive Thursday and Friday, and then you'd be having guys traveling and playing in the game who are positive. So I think they will postpone, cancel, whatever, if it's a safety issue and they think that there's a decent chance that guys would be traveling or playing that are COVID positive. But I don't think it will be a competitive thing. I want, like, even if there were, let's say, for example, there were five more guys that tested positive. Monday and uh, or Sunday and Monday, and it was 10 players. Well, as long as no one tested positive Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I think they're playing because I think they say, Yeah, it's these 10 guys have it, but it's three days in a row, no positives. Let, let's go. Like, this is you know, there's no danger to the players on the field of getting it or during travel. We know it's just those other 10 guys. That's my that's my perception of it right now. I don't know yeah, if you agree I, or disagree. I get it. You know, I get it. But I think we're naive to think this was the case all along. Because unless I read it differently, Bill's Chiefs week three, four, had one positive, and it was a backup quarterback for the Chiefs. Patriots, I think Broncos, had one positive, and it was Cam Newton, and then we found out Stephon Gilmore the next week. So <laughs> that, to me, if that was precedent, we'd certainly postpone these games. So I just think we're in a different mode, which is okay. I mean, if we feel comfortable, CDC, okay, you have negative tests, the Ben Roethlisberger thing, he didn't have it, close, close contact, and had the negative tests leading up to the game. Okay. But uh, I think it, we have to acknowledge that the rules changed from early season until now. And I keep saying this. Yes, every Tuesday you have to give applause to the NFL. They got through a weekend. But, our, but we have a bit relaxed standard compared to September and early October. Andrew, I do want to ask you, because I've seen it, I've seen you tweet about it. Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. He is suffering through a miserable year. And now there's already talk about the Eagles trying to trade him or move on from him this offseason. Yeah, I've been asked about it a lot with, you know, being in Philly, around Philly like you. It's I can't speak to the on-field stuff. I understand there. everyone feels there's a regression there. I'm a fan of Doug Peterson. I have been not sure what's going on. But from a business point of view, this I'll say it again. I believe, Ross, there's no player in the NFL with more invested in him than Carson Wentz. There's some players who have $100 million contracts. There's some players who had multiple number one picks and number two picks invested in them in trade. 
But the combo platter, Ross, the combo of both, I think you're on a short list, maybe with Jared Goff, and that's it. And I just think that all that, the investment in draft and the investment in money, means he's untradeable, uncuttable for at least, at least a year and a half. So 2022, you can start thinking about that. But we don't need to get in all the numbers. But there's one scenario that if he's not on the team next year, 60 million, 60, 60 goes to the Eagles cap for a player that won't be there. Now they can, again, cut him after or trade him after June 1 and have it over two years. There's all kinds of scenarios. But listen, if you and I are talking about trading Carson Wentz in March, that's a that's a bigger problem for the Eagles than the cap and the and the investment. That is a huge, huge problem. Andrew, what did you and Bill Polian talk about before I let you go? What did you and Bill Polian talk about on the Business of Sports podcast this week? I didn't get a chance to listen yet. Trip down memory lane with Bill in terms of all those three teams I mentioned earlier with the Bills, with the Panthers, and of course with the Colts. A lot of Colts talk. A lot of talk how we were in those meetings together as executives about how to manage caps, about how to deal with players. I think I even mentioned that trade I mentioned to you last week where he took on this kid, Jamal Reynolds, and sent him back with a failed physical. Uh, so we'll t- we talked about that, too. It's, it's a real interesting, I thought, for Thanksgiving week to sort of hear one of the great executives in football history, Bill Polian. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Check him out on Twitter, at Andrew Branton. Of course, subscribe to the Business of Sports podcast. Thank you, Andrew. Happy Thanksgiving. Likewise. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to all the listeners. Speaking of happy Thanksgiving, how about doubling your money if either Baltimore or Pittsburgh scores a touchdown in tomorrow night's game? Doubling your money. All it takes for you to double your money is one touchdown. Look, I don't know what the max is that you're allowed to put down on that, but they're going to score a touchdown if there's a game played, which I hopefully there will be. I'll get into that in a second. At any rate, though, you know, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you the chance to double your money if either Pittsburgh or Baltimore score a touchdown in Thursday night's game. That's right. All it takes is one touchdown, and you double your money when you use promo code ROSS during sign-up. Limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tucks takes. Morning, Ross. You discussed it with Andrew, but let's start with the latest in Baltimore and the COVID issues ahead of tomorrow's scheduled game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. So it seems like we get the results sometime between 9.30 and 11.30 of the COVID tests that were taken yesterday. And those will be very telling. Uh, Adam Schefter had reported that if there were more positives today, that they may not they may not play this game. Uh, that might change things. I think they would probably also take the test today and then see if there are any positives tomorrow morning because it's a it's a night game. So the Ravens could theoretically just travel to Pittsburgh Thursday afternoon, Thursday morning or whatever, and play the game Thursday night. 
not ideal, but that's what the Patriots did, I believe, against the Chiefs, and they were very competitive in that game. You know, yesterday there's all these tweets about there's multiple more positive tests, blah, blah, blah. Well, it turns out it was only one more player, Pernell McPhee. I guess it was four staff members, but only one more player in terms of Pernell McPhee. We already knew that Trace McSorley from last week and then J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram, Brandon Williams, we already knew those guys were on the COVID list. I already talked to Andrew about what I think the NFL is doing here, which I think is fine, by the way. If it's a safety issue, they're going to have to cancel or postpone it. If it's a competitive issue because the Ravens are missing several guys, I think that's just 2020 life and football, unfortunately. Crazy story, Bri. Um, yesterday, I was scheduled to fly to Detroit today to do the Texans and the Lions tomorrow. Uh, but for various issues, I was offered, I was able to switch yesterday morning to the Ravens Steelers game. I said, absolutely. I can just drive three hours to Pittsburgh and be with my family till two, two o'clock, two 30 on Thanksgiving, rather than flying to Detroit Wednesday at noon. That'd be awesome. So I, so I switched because I was offered that opportunity and now I may not get a game out of it, unfortunately, but those are the breaks. I, I said I would switch before the reports came out that there were new positives in, in Baltimore. So unfortunately, I might end up not being able to call a game, but that wouldn't be the end of the world to, to actually be home with my family for Thanksgiving one. So it was worth a shot, and certainly given the information I had, um, let, let's hope there's no positives today or tomorrow and that they can play the game. Ducks takes. Some other notable COVID-related issues include the entire Jaguars defensive coaching staff being sent home and Niners left tackle Trent Williams being placed on that list again. Right. That's interesting, right, that he's on the list again. And I think, you know, the first time he was just a close contact of Kendrick Bourne. Now, this time it sounds like Trent Williams tested positive. It's a big, big problem, big issue for the Niners because his backup just in school there's a significant drop-off there in their game against the Rams, so that's a problem. And it sounds like most of the Jags' defensive coaching staff is fine after they reviewed the contact tracing stuff. So I think uh, most of those guys, I think, will be able to be back in the building or whatever they're doing today. Takes. Some other news include Raiders signing defensive end Vic Beasley to the practice squad. Patriots running back Rex Burkhead did confirm he has a torn ACL. And a very scary situation in Dallas involving strength and conditioning coach Marcus Paul. Right. So everything about 2020 is just bizarre. But a guy like Vic Beasley, who got $9.5 million from the Titans this year on a one-year deal, being signed to the Raiders practice squad is just weirdo. You know, just bizarro world right now. Burkhead, we kind of knew the torn ACL, but he he tweeted about it. And I don't know what happened uh, with Marcus Paul. I have not seen details. It sounds very, very scary, very concerning. The Cowboys canceled practice and everything. So uh, thoughts and prayers with Marcus and his family. Uh, it sounds like he's battling. And I don't know what happened. I don't care to speculate, but just thoughts and prayers with him. And that should certainly keep things in perspective this time of year. Speaking of this time of year, Bri, I really like to mention myfrontpagestory.com a lot this time of year. 
And I do that because, A, it's a business that I invested in. Uh, a friend of mine started it. And it's something I feel really strongly about. I've given away a couple of these, one to my wife's grandmother, one to my mom when she turned 70. When you hand it to them and you say, I, we want to do something special for you. So we had a story written about you. It is really, really cool. And when they see it, their eyes light up. They both have it framed, hanging up right when you go into their houses. And when they read it, both of them cried. It's really, it's really a special gift, really a special gift. I, I highly recommend you guys check out myfrontpagestory.com as a holiday gift. I would not steer you guys wrong when it comes to something as important as family and loved ones and a holiday gift. Uh, let's get to an email, Brian. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address is ross at rostucker.com. Again, ross at rostucker.com. I think a lot of you know the deal. You take advantage of any of our sponsors or you become a patron, patreon.com slash rtmedia. You can ask me a question and I guarantee to read and respond to it on the show, which I love doing. Uh, today's question from Mark in Baltimore. Hi, Ross. Why don't we see bigger bodied wide receivers, players such as Des Bryant, Mike Evans, Kelvin Benjamin, transition to tight end in the latter part of their career? While they may no longer have that speed to match up outside versus a corner, they would match up favorably against a linebacker or a nickel corner and could add three, four productive years to their career. Thanks for all that you do. I'd love either a Ravens or a Seahawks press pass, but would definitely settle for that signed Fat Ross photo from your Patriot days. Bro, you call me Fat Ross? It's not, a, it's not exactly a good way to, uh, Ingratiate good way to get something. Yeah. So I don't really have giveaway pictures of that, of that Patriots picture. I don't have like... I have a bunch of four by sixes that are pretty cool from my time with the Bills. I don't have it for the for my Patriot days, Mark, unfortunately. And I do think some guys try to do what you're saying, Mark, and that more of them should. I think Kelvin Benjamin should try to do that. Absolutely. The thing is, though, it's it's different routes that you run as a tight end, number one. And number two, you have to have some physicality to you, some willingness to block. Like, because if you're never going to block at all, they'll just treat you like a receiver. So you're still a receiver. You have to have some ability to be physical. But I agree with you. Now, Mike Evans is awesome, and, you know, he doesn't need to do that. Des Bryant's not big enough. Kelvin Benjamin, I think, is a perfect example of a guy that I think should give that shot. I think Darren Waller. Fits that category. There are a few guys that have been bigger wide receivers. Uh, right now, Hakeem Butler, who the Eagles actually had on the active roster for a little bit. He was a fourth-round pick out of Iowa State, big wide receiver. They've turned him into a tight end. So there are teams that try that. Uh, you know, you just have to have a little bit of physicality to you because otherwise they'll just treat you like a receiver, and what's the point? you got to be able to block a little bit so that they can at least conceivably look at you as a tight end from a personnel standpoint, if that makes sense. Shout outs as always, Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com, Sporticulture, 
SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X. Mentioned it yesterday. Got a huge day. Absolutely huge day yesterday. We've got Even Money Podcast is up. College Draft Podcast, Picks Against the Spread, up. Power Rankings yesterday, up. Both Fantasy Feast Podcasts, up. So while you guys are driving somewhere on Thanksgiving, if you are, you can listen to those. Whatever you do, really, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Just be safe. Whatever that means for you. I'm not here to judge. But whatever that means for you, be safe. I don't want any of you guys to get sick or potentially be in a bad way uh, because I'm extremely appreciative and thankful for each and every one of you. Brian and I will do one of these shows early tomorrow morning. We'll pick every game, including the Thanksgiving Day games, Thanksgiving morning. Not a lot of podcasts out there that have a new podcast fresh Thanksgiving morning. But then again, there's not a lot of people like me and Bri. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.